It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Leader. There are tensions between the London Mayor and the Home Secretary after Met Police Commissioner Dame Cressida Dick resigned from her role. It is quite clear that the Mayor no longer has sufficient confidence in my leadership of the Metropolitan Police Service for me to continue as Commissioner. He has left me no choice but to step aside. I say this with deep sadness and regret. She made the announcement through a video message on Thursday night. It followed a week of criticism from Mayor Sadiq Khan, who shared his own video message after the announcement. Last week, I made clear to the Metropolitan Police Commissioner the scale of the change I believe is urgently required to rebuild the trust and confidence of Londoners in the Met. I'm not satisfied with the Commissioner's response. It's clear that the only way to start to deliver the scale of the change required is to have new leadership right at the top of the Metropolitan Police. But it's led to tensions between Sadiq Khan and Home Secretary Priti Patel. The Evening Standard understands she's angry after being blindsided by the mayor and left with a void at the top of Scotland Yard. Responding to the resignation, Ms Patel wrote in the Evening Standard that she will appoint a commissioner who will deliver results for the public that our police serve and represent. To dissect this story is Ross Lydell, the Evening Standard's City Hall editor. First of all, Ross, a sudden but in a way expected resignation. What do you make of it? Well, I think you're right that it was both sudden but had been coming for some time. And what's clear today from speaking to uh, sources at City Hall is that this isn't a decision that Sadiq Khan made on the spur of the moment yesterday. It was something he mulled over for several days and he had been quite unhappy and concerned with the response from the Met and from Cressida Dick, really dating back to last summer and slightly earlier following the murder of Sarah Everard. Now, last week you asked the mayor how many lives Cressida Dick had left. Here's what he said. What I've said to the commissioner is that she needs to come up with an urgent and effective plan to firstly root out officers from the police service who are racist, sexist, misogynistic and homophobic and also ensure there isn't a culture there that's systemic to that sort of behaviour and secondly, an effective plan to win back the trust and confidence from Londoners. 
Now, based on his response, do you think the writing's been on the wall since then? I think the key sort of, if you like, the final straw for Sadiq was reading the IOPC report into the terrible things that happened at Charing Cross Police Station. And he had basically called Cressida Dick into his office last week, soon after the IOPC report came out and put her on notice in his terms that she had to do two things. One was to convince him of a solid plan to root out any other bad or corrupt officers. And secondly, what she was going to do to rebuild the confidence of Londoners in the Met. So basically the clock has been ticking since about a week and a half ago. And what rather happened then when he gave the interview to the BBC Today programme on Wednesday was that reinforced the message and by doing so in such a high profile way uh, made quite clear to Cressida Dick how dismayed and angry he was at the situation and what also became apparent which is what caused the eventual decision of her to resign yesterday was that he had made clear that she pretty much lost his backing. And his actions this week have been described as a power move over the Home Secretary, Priti Patel. Is this the case? And if so, what can he gain from it? Well, that's an interesting question. It certainly shows the powers of the mayor. However, these powers are, if you like, informal powers. These are sort of powers of persuasion. And really what he's doing here is acting in the way he believes Londoners in general want him to act and react. And basically he takes from that the falling support for the Met, the lack of faith in the Met, and the sort of plummeting support for it ever since the Sarah Everard case. So he doesn't have a sort of technical power to hire and fire the commissioner, but what he is able to do is that by saying to her, you no longer have my support, And because he's required to be consulted by the Home Secretary on the appointment of the Commissioner, he's then essentially such a major power broker in the uh, job security of the Commissioner that he's able to say, sorry, you've lost my support, it's time to go, you really have to consider your position. And that's exactly what she did. And it's understood Priti Patel isn't happy with what happened. Do you know anything about how she's feeling today? One well-placed source said to me this morning, actually, the reason that Priti Patel might be a bit miffed at the way things have played out is because Sadiq got there before she did. And uh, I think it's it's fair to say that when Cressida Dick only got a two-year extension in her term of office last year, that was because Priti Patel wasn't entirely convinced she was worth any longer and because of the absence of other strong candidates. And I'm sure just as Sadiq Khan was concerned at recent developments in the IOPC report, so too was Priti Patel. I'm not sure Priti Patel was ever down as the biggest fan of Cressida Dick. You've got to remember, she wasn't the Home Secretary who appointed her. So there's probably always a tension between Priti Patel and Sadiq Khan just over prominence in the media and newspapers. This will have enhanced Sadiq's status as a power broker. People will think, gosh, does the Mayor of London really have this kind of power? And in that sense, Sadiq will now be seen in perhaps many people's minds as the main player in the future of the Met. The old system that the Home Secretary was in charge of the Met or had, had first say, which is still the case technically, may now be seen as being much more of a sort of 50-50 relationship between her and Sadiq over what happens next. 
Now, when you consider the criticism she and the Met have faced over Sarah Everard's murder, the way the vigil for her death was policed, how the Euro finals were policed last year, even without Sadiq Khan's ultimatum, there was already quite a lot of pressure on the commissioner to go, wasn't there? I think the Sarah Everard thing was a turning point because it seemed to lose the support that so many London women have or had in the Met. And that seemed to be, I think, the most catastrophic incident in terms of how people viewed the police, the fact it was a serving police officer, and it also took them some time to to act on it and to, uh, to find him. It caused a lot of upset for many Londoners and really came to the notice of Sadiq Khan. He would often widen his concerns beyond just the Sarah Everard case in terms of the way they met reacted and interacted with female Londoners. He often mentioned the case of the two sisters, Biba Henry and Nicole Smallman, who um, were killed in a park in Wembley. And then police officers were found to have taken pictures of their bodies and shared them on WhatsApp. So there's long-standing concerns. And the IOPC, I think, really sort of tips sneak over the edge. Do you think this resignation will have an impact either way on the public's trust in the Met Police? I do, yes, because you could see straight away on social media last night, people were expressing um, opinions. You know, there was a lot of support from normally fairly measured people saying, yes, it was the right thing for her to go. You know, if you think back even to the mayoral elections last year, the Lib Dem candidate, mayoral candidate at the time, Louisa Porritt, had sort of gone out on something of a limb to say that she thought Cressida Dick should go. And now other Lib Dems were saying that, the Green Party's been saying that, and these are, these are measured people, and also women politicians not supporting another woman. So the fact that she was a woman didn't seem to help her in any way. Basically, it was felt that she'd run out of ideas, run out of time, and there were just too many things going wrong on a sort of drip, drip, week-to-week basis. And that was certainly the feeling from City Hall today. They, their sense was that they didn't know when the next bad story would be coming. There's simply been too many chances given to Cressida Dick to turn the things round and they just weren't convinced that she was really committed and really had the ideas to be able to deliver the fundamental change that the mayor believes is needed at the top of the Met and throughout its ranks, really. There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back on Monday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.